0: stories, big guess, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Weekdays 12:30 to seven seventy CHQR. So what is a PAC anyway, and should we be worried about them? I'm more of a two-pack guy myself, but a PAC is a political action committee. Uh, although Elections Alberta doesn't call them that. Elections Alberta refers to them as political third-party advertisers, a person, corporation, or group which is required to register with Elections Alberta when it has incurred or plans to incur expenses at at least $1,000 for political advertising or it has accepted or plans to accept at least $1,000 in political advertising contributions. Political advertising occurs any time outside of an election period. An election period is defined as December 1st, until the end of polling day, which is meant to line up with Alberta's fixed election period law, which stipulates an election basically between March and May. So December 1st to whenever election day is, is the election period. Outside of that, these groups can spend whatever they want to spend. And there are a number of registered political third-party advertisers, and includes, for example, the Alberta Federation of Labor. The Canadian Union of Public Employees, Friends of Medicare, Health Sciences Association, International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Progress Alberta, Public Interest Alberta Society. And there are groups on the right as well. Merit Contractors Association. They've been active for a long time politically. United Liberty. There's a group called Shaping Alberta's Future. And it's this particular group that's getting a lot of attention this week not just because of the amount of money they're spending on ads, and by now you've probably seen or heard their ads, which are pretty much um, get rid of the NDP. Uh, that's, that's pretty much their message. And fine, fair enough, right? If that's what they want to uh, get out there to people, that's what the law allows for. And we have had court decisions in Canada that do allow groups to come together and make their opinion known. So if you and other like-minded individuals want to get together, raise some money, buy some ads to say, we got to get rid of this party or that party, we got to stop these people, or we got to bring this issue to the forefront, or we got to do something about this particular thing, that's what you're allowed to do. Alberta last year brought in new rules for political action committees to try to make sure they aren't circumventing election finance law. In other words, right, there's only so much money you can give to a party. We don't want parties basically spawning their own political action committees and to work in conjunction with parties, in which case those those limits are are meaningless. So corporate uh, and union donations are still okay when it comes to these political action committees. Obviously, corporate and union donations to parties are forbidden. The NDP has filed a complaint with Elections Alberta about this group shaping Alberta's future because they are maintaining, they are suggesting that there is some kind of collusion going on here between the UCP and this group. They are pointing to a letter that was sent out by the Motor Dealers Association of Alberta, which points to some specific promises that Jason Kenney made in a speech to that group back in early September. Is there some kind of quid pro quo here? Is the uh, Shaping Alberta's Future Group simply advancing the cause of the UCP? Now, for their part, the Motor Dealers Association says they're not doing anything wrong. Uh, That They have contributed a lot to Shaping Alberta's Future, uh, but they are doing so because they are trying to advance a political cause, which in this case is defeating the NDP. Dennis Ducharme, a former MLA who was president of the Motor Dealers Association of Alberta, says this is all legitimate. You know, we're we're getting blamed uh, for having uh, uh, made a contribution. Yet, yeah, all the all the various unions make contributions to that third-party advertising. But when industry decides to do it, it seems as though we're being condemned and that we're we're in bed uh, with uh, with Mr. Kenny, and that's the furthest thing from the truth. Dr. fact, Charm says it's the first time in the MDA's 67-year history that it's become politically involved. It's just that we felt, uh, you know, with, with the carbon tax increases, everything else, it's, it's just adding up so much to the bottom line that we, we felt that things had to be done. And the board decided to, to make a contribution and, and uh, sent out a letter asking your membership to also join in the campaign in order to be able to refute uh, negative campaign ads uh, should they uh, arise uh, coming forward. Okay, so after December 1st, this organization, Shaping Alberta's Future, will be more limited in in what it can do. Uh, There could be potentially trouble for the UCP if it were found that the UCP was working in conjunction with this group, helping to shape their message or encouraging their own donors to give to this group. There's supposed to be a separation here because otherwise, as mentioned earlier, it kind of renders the campaign uh, donation limits and spending limits rather moot. Now, the UCP maintains they're not involved uh, with this group. They've not made any promises to the shaping Alberta's future or the Motor Dealers Association or anything like that. So we'll see what, if anything, comes of this investigation uh, that the NDP is asking for. But joining us to talk more about this controversy is uh, Keith Duran. He's a legislature columnist for the Edmonton Journal, EdmontonJournal.com. Keith, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program.
1: Yeah, uh, great to be here.
0: All right, so let's get a bit of the background on this because it's not the first political action committee in Alberta, may not be the last, but what do we know about this particular group?
1: Yeah, so they are—they're uh, a well-funded group. Uh, obviously, from the ads, it's—it's it's fairly obvious to see that it's—it's a, it's a group of people that are upset with the NDP, uh, and uh, they have the express objective of electing Jason Kenney and the United Conservative Party in the next election. Uh, they are—they uh, have a number of, of large funders, but uh, the bulk of the funding comes from car dealerships around Alberta. And uh, they are, car dealerships have been upset with the the Notley government at um, making life difficult for business. And they have, uh, they've contributed in a big way to this uh, particular pack.
0: All right. So that would be the Motor Dealers Association, which represents uh, car dealers in Alberta. Now, there's also been uh, a letter that's emerged from this uh, organization, which talks about a meeting they had with Jason Kenny back in early September. And, and this is what some are, are noticing here and, and maybe raising some concern about, because it almost seems like there's kind of uh, an arrangement of sorts here. Uh, Jason Kenney and the UCP maintain that that's, that's not what it is. But what does what this letter imply to you? You.
1: Well, the letter is written in a fairly in fairly strong language, and it, it essentially suggests uh, that when Jason Kenney met with this group, the Motor Dealers Association, he made a number of promises. So he, he some of those we know already, that he would scrap the, the carbon tax, uh, roll back other tax increases as the minimum wage. But then there's a few other promises that maybe we haven't heard, uh, including uh, changing some some labor legislation, uh, some Consumer Protection Act changes, uh, changes to kind of rebalance the playing field between consumers and industry, uh, the banning of imported uh, right-hand drive Asian vehicles as well. And the letter, the way it's written, makes it sound like he made these promises to this group. And then he also explained to the group that, they are the the UCP is uh, hamstrung uh, in terms of its fundraising capabilities because of new political fundraising rules that have been put in the last few years. But PACs, are not subject to those fundraising rules and that um, Kenny's message could be helped if these PACs were to, to start fundraising and to, and to get the message out uh, to help them get elected. That's what the letter says. The, the UCP and the Motor Dealer Association of Alberta say that the letter was in fact too strong. This is not exactly what occurred that Jason Kenny did not actually make any definitive promises. but. From what whatever happened with that meeting, the money from the car dealerships did start to flow to shaping Alberta, shaping Alberta's future. We do know that uh, they have an expressed goal of actually raising a million dollars, according to this letter. And so far, the car dealers have contributed uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of a hundred and fifty thousand or, or more at this point.
0: And I guess the rules, as it applies to to PACs outside of election campaigns, I, I think the rules will change uh, coming up soon. But as as it stands right now there is really no limit for you know what they can can raise what they can spend how big those contributions can be what what applies right now in terms of these rules
1: Yeah, so this is very interesting. So political parties uh, are limited right now. They cannot take any uh, corporate donations, union donations, and individuals donating to political parties are limited to $4,000 per year. The PACs face none of those limits. They they can fundraise as much as they want from whoever they want, and they can spend as much as they want up until December 1st. At that point, it's considered the pre-election period, and so they're limited to $150,000. Uh, between December 1st and the writ drop which is still a significant uh, amount of money and then when the writ actually drops they have another 150 thousand to spend uh, until election day and that's per pack so you can imagine what might happen if several packs started uh, started up uh, during the election period or the pre-election period if you got four or five also uh, Giving the same message, essentially, you know, that is a fairly uh, sizable amount of money, despite the the limit that Elections Alberta does put on them.
0: So in terms of the NDP filing a complaint, I mean, if if the law allows for PACs to raise a lot of money, spend a lot of money, where might there be a, a possible violation here?
1: Well, I mean, that's the big question, and I guess Elections Alberta will have to investigate it, but the NDP is alleging that this, le- this letter uh, from the, the Motor Dealers Association of Alberta does indicate or does prove some sort of collusion or teamwork or collaboration between uh, the United Conservative Party and the PACs, and that's expressly uh, prohibited under the law right now, that parties and PACs cannot work together, they cannot collaborate Because if if you were to allow that, essentially the parties would just use PACs to circumvent their own fundraising rules and limits. So that's what the NDP is alleging. Um, To me, I I don't see necessarily evidence one way or the other, but uh, it is probably worth an investigation.
0: Well, yeah, and certainly, and people may have seen these these ads or heard these ads because they have been running uh, in quite heavy rotation. They're pretty generic, sort of straightforward, you know, it's time to get rid of the NDP. There doesn't seem to be a lot of difference at all between the UCP message and the message in these ads. Now, that may be coincidental, not to suggest that they're they're cooperating on that, but it's it's not advancing any kind of specific issue or any kind of message that would be unique to this organization.
1: No, that, that's absolutely true. I mean, the messaging and, and some of the language is, in fact, identical or very close to identical to things that Jason Kenney has said himself. Uh, so that that is another, I guess, piece of evidence that uh, Elections Alberta can consider. Um, it's also entirely possible this PAC just took what Jason Kenney has said on, uh, on their own and decided to use the same language independently. Mm-hmm. but. Uh, Sure, that is something that absolutely could be considered. When I first saw the ad uh, yesterday, or pardon me, on the weekend while watching football, I initially thought it was an ad from the United Conservative Party and was interested to find out that, in fact, it wasn't. Right.
0: Right. Well, like I said earlier, I mean, this isn't the first political action committee to to emerge in Alberta, and we have seen them on both the left and the right. And and maybe there's a broader issue here about, you know, whether people are comfortable with all of this. If if we want to have limits on, on how much money people can give to parties and how much parties can spend, are we okay then with these other groups and kind of a Wild West scenario?
1: Right, and I, I think we've all seen the situation in, in the United States with some of the, the political attack ads down there, which are, um, frankly, a lot of them are just outright lies. Uh, often they're, uh, you know, accompanied by very stark pictures of blood red lettering uh, predictions of all kinds of horrible things to happen. The, the politicians themselves are shown in their worst light possible and photoshopped. Uh, we haven't quite reached that point, but you can see if that we don't maybe get a handle on the situation that we are going to kind of head down that road. The problem is, what do you exactly do about it? Because, you know, freedom of speech rights are fairly, fairly broad in this country, as they should be. I would support that. So your options are essentially to tell PACs that they can't exist, which seems a dicey move, or to limit their their fundraising or their spending, which is also I think going to be a problematic approach. Um, so uh, it may be just up to Albertans and Canadians to say we, you know, to put uh, pressure on these groups to say we don't like this, um, to prove that in fact they may have a det- detrimental impact. Uh, and we have seen that in the past with some of the groups that have uh, that have gone after uh, the former progressive conservative government, for example. So that may be the best solution: is just public pressure, uh, public rejection of this this kind of politics.
0: All right, much more on all of this at EdmontonJournal.com. dot com. Keith, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you. As Keith Jarron, he is a legislature columnist for the Edmonton Journal. EdmontonJournal.com. dot com. So. Should we be worried about political action committees or political third-party advertisers, as Elections Alberta calls them? Look, I think if there's transparency, if we know who's involved in this we know where they're getting their money, what they're spending their money on, that takes away, I think, a lot of the concern. I, I, I would agree that you've got a big problem if political parties are essentially spawning these groups or working in conjunction with these groups. But then ultimately, there's probably implied cooperation. The UCP don't have to, to work with Shaping Alberta's Future to coordinate their message, but it's pretty obvious that they've got similar interests. Shaping Alberta's Future wants the NDP out of office. Obviously, the UCP wants the NDP out of office. Conversely, there are going to be all kinds of groups on the left who are going to be saying, stop Jason Kenney, we can't elect the UCP. And you know they don't have to get direct marching orders from the Alberta NDP because... Everybody kind of knows that that's the end game here. So are we okay with that? Should rules that apply to political parties apply to these groups? Corporations and unions can't give money to political parties or candidates, but they can give gobs of money to these uh, political action committees.
1: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.